beep, beep. Doctor, doctor, the patient doesn't have a pulse. That's impossible, nurse. The Peninsula Pulse is available free everywhere. Hurry up, give him one. But doctor, I can't find a pulse. Nonsense, nurse. The Peninsula Pulse is in all the shops, restaurants, and hotels from Kiwani to Gills Rock. Hey, Doc, I'm feeling better already. Hello, nurse. Are you free for dinner? My goodness, doctor. The Peninsula Pulse has resuscitated his social life. The Peninsula Pulse newspaper. Free on newsstands everywhere. Check it, read it, use it. It's the first weekend primer of 2019. So we got a couple of things to, to go into. After the holidays, things start to quiet down yeah. pretty considerably. So we've got some interesting stuff to do. And then we're going to start pulling off just like our favorite winter activities. I too. like that. So every week here before spring, we're going to count down all the events that are going on. But then we're also going to offer up some other things as well. Uh, just ways to kind of pass the time in the winter as things are kind of slow. Sure. I, I like that idea. That's a great idea. So why don't we jump right into it? I'm Andrew Clyden. And I'm Matthew Marcon. And this is the first weekend primer of 2019. On Friday, you can stop by the Ridges Sanctuary for our guided snowshoe hike. Have you gone snowshoeing before, I Matt? I have gone snowshoeing before. We did it when I was in, in gym class way back when uh, in high school. And it's a lot of fun yeah. when, when sh- snowshoeing through Peninsula State Park. Do you have your own snowshoes? No. So... My first, like, I went snowshoeing for the first time last year, and I thought that snowshoes, I thought that snowshoeing were the big, uh, like, tennis racket-shaped yeah. wooden snowshoes. Right. Uh, in fact, I actually thought that they were just tennis rackets that you tied to your feet, and I, I probably thought this for way longer than was appropriate to think this. Well, because cartoons would, would teach you that. Exactly. You know, Daffy Duck just puts on a pair of tennis rackets and just walks in snow fine, but that's well, not. And when I was young, too, I actually, since I had never seen it in reality, I'd only seen it in cartoons. Sure. I didn't get it. Like, I didn't understand what it did. Right. Now, of course, I understand, oh, it just expands the surface area of your, your weight distribution yeah. so that you don't fall through the snow and you walk on top of it. Right. Kind of like magic. Wow. Or more like science, but, No, you it's know. magic. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Magic is just science we don't understand. That's true. Uh, then I, and actually, I don't understand how snowshoes work, so it's magic. Then I went to the ridges and tried some snowshoes, and they're cool. They're, like, like grippy, and they got spikes on them yeah, and stuff. And you they're could like, kill someone. They're way more, like, battle-ready than I sure. had imagined. I thought I was just going to get the wooden tennis rackets. Um, but snowshoeing is really cool. The ridges, the guided hikes are really cool there, especially the snowshoeing stuff, because they, they take you through and they tell you what makes the ridges special, which, if you don't know, is a really cool story to learn about. Uh, but then they also, a lot of times, if they come upon tracks... They will explain like, oh, this is this animal or this kind of thing. And the the track stuff is really cool in the winter because yeah. you can very clearly see what types of animals have been moving around. Yeah. So I think when I went through, we found a deer skull that was just there, which was cool. So we got to look at that. Whoa. Lots of different like tracks, rabbits and foxes and coyotes and stuff. But then there were even more stuff like deer tracks and you could see where deers had bedded down. So you could see like these big imprints of where they were laying and all that kind of stuff. Lots of really interesting um types of flora and fauna at the ridges um and there's some invasive species that they have there that they'll show you as you go through um there's some like symbiotic uh plant growth and stuff mm. and it was just really fascinating um 
and a, a, a good a good guide will also like kind of point out like bird calls and stuff too. Sure. So you kind of when you go through the the ridges, it's this kind of amazing world where there's right. all this stuff going on because the ridges is very it's very unique and really special, and you get to see all this different type of stuff. And in the winter, it's even better because, like I said, there's a visual record of what's going on. Well, another thing I want to point out is that. The snowshoeing at at the ridges isn't just going on this weekend. It's consistently going on throughout the entire winter and until pretty much there's no snow left on the ground. Right. Um, so it's it's not just this weekend. It's it's any weekend. The other thing too, and and this is kind of maybe a point of contention in Door County, is that Door County isn't awesome for snowshoeing because we don't get as much snow and there's right, like the, right. the trails. But what that means is you can go snowshoeing or you could just go on a winter hike. Or just go hiking. Um, depending on the, the snow levels and how the trails have been groomed, you can do either one. Um, so when I went along on a, 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 a guided hike at the ridges, I actually didn't wear snowshoes and the party did and I was filming. So it was kind of one of those things where I didn't have any trouble going through the trails. But if you've got snowshoes and you want to bust them out and use them, sure. make the time a little bit easier, uh, you totally can. And going off of that note, I believe we were just talking about this in the office, um, but it's it's probably something important to note, especially before we get into, uh, before we start highlighting, you know, fun things to do in a Door County winter, is that um, Door County isn't much of like a snow destination um, because our snow fluctuates. So like we could have tons of snow one, one winter and none the next. Um, so it's definitely, it definitely fluctuates a lot. So just knowing that, you know, about how don't expect to come up and see, you know, so much snow. Um, that's not, that's really not out of the question sometimes. Right. On Friday is live jazz at the Root Bistro and Wine Bar in Sturgeon Bay. You a fan of jazz, Matt? I do like jazz. And actually, jazz is actually at the forefront of one of my favorite movies of all time. What's that? La La Land. Oh, yeah. You yeah. keep telling me about La La Land. I oh, haven't seen Andrew, it yet. It's magical. I, I will mean. see it. I really like live jazz, and I love it at uh, more intimate locations where you can go and either, you know, listen or just sit at a table and write or do something yeah. like that. There were a couple of cafes near where I went to college that would do live live music and, and jazz specifically. And those are really fun to go to and just kind of like hang out for an evening and just hear jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Um, jazz is fun to listen to. I know at the at the office we play we play music during the day. And, and a couple weeks ago we had um, a whole bunch of uh, just like, there was like the 80s playlist that just kept on like repeating. And so I heard like Africa by Toto like maybe 10 times. And I came maybe in- maybe one time too many. One time too many. Um, and so I was getting a little bit sick of it, so I went to change the music, and I put on some Christmas jazz, and it was awesome. I feel like jazz is such an easy choice, too. I mean, it, it's not out of place at pretty much anywhere. Right. Um, it's very relaxing, and it's but it's still, like, upbeat enough to where, like, it gets it can get, like, a rhythm, like, at a party or something like that. Now, I will say, though, that jazz is a double-edged sword because there is one type of jazz that I really do not like, and that's interpretive jazz uh, because I don't think that interpret— I, I, Technically, it's impressive because it's, you know, there's a whole different element to it when you think about the performance style and how the band's actually doing it. Uh, but just as an auditory thing, I don't like it uh, because it just, there's there's not enough of a um, order or, or it, it, not enough organization to the music. You know what I mean? Sure. Like there's not enough repetition and it's just everything is so chaotic that I, I don't like it. Interesting. On Saturday is the Lego Kids Club at the Sturgeon Bay Public Library. Yes! Kids are welcome to build unique creations with thousands of Legos. Many of the creations will be on display all month long in the children's area of the library. 
So I remember when this started. I think it was last year they started yeah. doing it. Yeah. Um, did this have anything to do with the with the Lego Door County website that kind of went up? I think I don't know if they're simpatico, but I know that they kind of started up around the same time. Okay. Um, Lego was a big part of my childhood. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm sure it was for you as well. Yep. I was loved at the Mall of America going, like, even into my late teens and, like, during college. Sometimes when we'd find ourselves at the Mall of America, we would just go hang out at the Lego store and build with all the Legos that they had. Oh, yeah. It's because it's super fun. Um, and I think that this is a great thing, too, because Lego is, it's kind of a learning tool, and it's not just toys. Sure. Like, it's, it's a really great thing to get your your child as they're growing up because it teaches them a lot of different types of skills. So it's it's both a cool toy with, like, Star Wars and all sorts of cool licenses, uh-huh. but it's also a building thing where they sit down and they create order out of chaos, and that's something that's really useful for yeah. developing minds. I love Legos, and I would still build Legos, I think, just as, like, um, a form of relaxation. I know, like, when I'm sick or stuff like that, I still like to go out and get Legos just because it's still something that I can put my mind to even when I'm not feeling the best. Um, so I love building Legos. But there's just, I'm just running out of room to places to store them. Because right. they're like the big sets, and I want to build the big sets and, you know, like the Death Star. Or, and you want to have a place to display them. But yeah, but I just, there's nowhere. And then like if you move, then you have to move that, and that's a pain in the butt is moving is moving an already made Lego piece. That's, right. that's just a shame. Well, and the thing about Legos too is they're not, they're not just for kids in a lot of ways. Like you said, the Death Star and stuff, there are a lot of sets that have come out that are, are definitely for older yeah. like, teenagers and stuff, but, but more catered to adults anyway. So the, the big one this year was the complete Hogwarts set. Yeah. So they brought the Harry Potter license back, and they put out this humongous complete Hogwarts set. So back when Harry Potter was originally like coming to movie theaters, they did a bunch of Harry Potter Lego sets. And if you got all the different Hogwartses, you could kind of create a Hogwarts scene. Yeah. Now they have the full thing. And it's like, it's impressive with how big this thing is. There was one a couple years ago uh, based off of the Adam West Batman. And it was the outside of it was Wayne Mansion. But then when you, you can, you could open it up and then as you open it up, it's like the big bat cave. Right. It was so cool. Well, and that's the thing too, because like, the Adam West Batman Batcave is not for kids. Like, there's no kid no, out there who's no like, my who. favorite Batman is the Adam West right. Batman. Um, so, like, those are definitely made for, for adult fans of Legos. Did you know that's actually a thing? Adult fans of Legos? Yeah. Yeah. That's their own... They have their own kind of, like, niche. Right. They, there's a lot of message boards online, and, like, if you look up Lego on Instagram or stuff like that, you can see, like, really incredible pieces of art that have been made with Lego. We should move on, because I feel like we could talk about Lego for way longer I could, than this. I, we could talk about so many Legos. Finally, this weekend, you can try a suggestion from our 34 Things to Do in Door County winter list. So Miles Danhausen put together this awesome list. It's a th- great list. It's yeah. so cool. He was talking about how when he came back from Chicago, his mind was totally reopened to the the beauty and the fun of Door County in the winter because he grew up here and thought of Door County winters as kind of this this like low point in the season. Um, and Miles was a business owner for many years, so he the business wasn't as great, and he just thought about it as this time between the busy seasons. Sure. But coming back, he has a much different appreciation for it. So he put together a list of 34 things to do in Door County winter. And I think that it would be fun if we kind of talked about maybe maybe one every week as we go through yeah. the the 
the last portions of winter here, just to kind of give people ideas for what to do. So the one that we want to talk about this week is uh, fat tire biking. Yeah. Have you ever gone fat biking? I have not. And honestly, until I moved back up here um, this May and Miles started talking about going fat biking, I had no idea what it was. Yeah. So I've actually, I haven't I actually, I actually thought it was fat, like P-H-A-T. Yeah, like, like cool it's like biking. super cool biking. I was like, wow, I'm kind of into that. Yeah, you got your fat bike? Yeah, because I'm super fat. So- I, I haven't gone fat biking, but I've seen a lot of footage of miles, specifically fat biking, through Peninsula State Park. And Door County is kind of an interesting place when it comes to fat biking because there are some curated and groomed trails, I believe, in Peninsula State Park uh, and maybe Newport State Park. Uh, I believe that they have some. And as we move forward here into the new year, there's actually a lot of stuff that's been changing in, like, the master plans for the park. So we might actually see more fat tire trails going up. Uh, but there's also some private trails up here that uh, if you're, if you're kind of in the group and you know how to get into them, they're really, really cool. Um, so... Fat biking is kind of this cool hobby that's been introduced to me recently. Um, I really want to get out on my bike more often in general uh-huh. in the spring, the summer, and the fall. So, like, fat biking is just kind of a cool way to to push that forward. So, fat biking is just biking but with really wide tires. Yes. So, you well, can go through more terrain. Sure. I'm sure that there's a lot oh, more yeah. to that sure. that I'm, people who are into fat biking yeah. will, will will disagree. But the, the thing that I actually learned from talking to Miles is that Fat biking in the snow is cool because they work like snowshoes and you actually kind of float over the top of the snow. I thought that you would like, if you're on your bike in the snow, you just dig in. And yeah, I thought your weight would it. just like push you down. But that, right. that's interesting. Yeah. Um, one thing that Miles talked about in his in the article is that, you know, going through the trails and, and whatever private trails or through a state park or anything like that, that's really awesome. But another thing he talked about is... is um, is riding along like the shore of like when the when the bay freezes over, right? And that's that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other big thing is like if you want to incorporate biking into you know make biking a year round sport, fat biking is cool. And he also said that fat biking can be less physically demanding and and produce a smoother ride than even going over the same trails in the summer hmm. because you just you float on top of the snow and depending on how the trails are are. At that time, you you can just kind of glide over everything effortlessly. Oh. So, yeah, Miles said he loves the ritual of, like, bundling up and jumping on his bike and right. going out and, and checking out nature. Oh, and it's an easy way to take your dog for a walk because you're not really walking. You're just kind of yeah. pulling your dog along. I think if you have a bunch of dogs, you can leash them all up to your fat bike, and Whoa. then you've got kind of like a sled thing going on. That's a great idea. Well, I think that that's just about going to do it for us this week, Matt. Where am I, I going to find you this weekend? So, um, I'm going to bring my Death Star Lego kit to the Lego Kids Club. Even you're not though even, I'm not a kid. I don't care. You're not even going to like go build it. You're just going to show yours off? Well, no, I'm going to build it there. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Didn't you already build it? No. It's just sitting waiting for me at home. All right. Well, then this is the perfect opportunity. I know. For that's you what I'm saying. Get it. Get it built up. Uh, I think I'm going to join you there. We should probably call ahead and see if it'd be weird if we went to the Lego Kids Club, though. Are you are you bringing the Death Star as well, or do you want to bring, like, the Millennium Falcon and we can, like, fight? I'm just going to build yours with you. Oh, that sounds like the most fun. All right, Matt. Thank you so much, and we will see you again next week. Thanks, Andrew. You can check out the events calendar at DoorCountyPulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse, available every Friday throughout Door County. And don't forget to subscribe to Door County Podcasts for your weekly Pulse picks, interviews, and exclusive content from the Peninsula Pulse. You can find us on DoorCountyPulse.com, on iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.
Oh, that sounds like the most fun.